Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research, conducting interviews, and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode number 72 of the Restoring Report podcast. This is a podcast about prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions and keeping marriage and family essential goals for young believers. And as you can no doubt tell, my voice is absolutely gone from teaching this week. So uh, bear with me today on this episode. If you don't mind listening to my raspy, horsey uh, voice, then I, I, I thank you for that. Uh, thanks for extending some patience to me. I am feeling better. I'm now on a round of steroids and antibiotics to get over bronchitis that developed from no doubt a child sneezing in my face or, uh, and I'm sure the, I had to raise my voice because I was in younger age classes. So that did nothing to help. So my voice is pretty gone, but I'm going to try to do this episode anyway today just to catch up. And, um, I've got a really cool episode that I'm really excited about for you guys today. So I'm, I, you know, intrinsically i'm here in the show i really want to do this show that's that made it easy to actually hit the record button so really excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today as always we're going to be reviewing a video on youtube entitled dating advice and when to get married by michaela peterson um if i had to guess I would say that I, there are some things that are going to be said in this video that I like 100% agree with. And then there's going to be some things that are said that I like 15% agree with. It's going to be like a really, uh, hot or cold take. There's not going to be much that I'm in the middle about. I'd say it's, I'm going to have an extreme opinion on anything this woman says just based on the things that I've heard her say in the past. But let's go ahead and get into the episode just to see what she says and see what her arguments are. Again, the video is entitled Dating Advice and When to Get Married. Obviously, that's right in line with with our show. So this is the perfect video to review. Advice for women dating in their early 20s. Don't sleep with people, right? Not unless that is a serious, serious relationship. And if you're hooking up or dating someone and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to get married, just dump them. (laughs) Uh, Well, she's just coming out of the gate swinging. I would say actually, though, I'm really on fire about what she just said there. So first of all, she said, don't just sleep with people. I mean, the the arguments for heeding her advice there are numerous. Um, and I'm not just talking about arguments on the religious front. Uh, it's not a wise idea to sleep with people, um, multiple partners over and over and over. And it just kind of this hookup culture is not a wise idea. And here's why, you know, briefly condensed, it's not good for you physically. It 
increases the likelihood that you get STDs. Uh, it's not good for you emotionally because you think that you can separate your emotions from the uh, sexual intimacy that you're going through with these people, but you're really not designed to do that. So you're kind of separating your biology and your heart in a way that you're not actually designed to. So it's harming your ability to connect with people through sex. It's making sex not an emotional act, just a physical act. It's reducing it down to a uh, animal instinct, basically. And we are not animals. Obviously, that's not really a stretch of the imagination. You have a soul. Uh, even people who are not believers believe that. So here, the difference between us and if you if you believe you're an animal, then I'm sorry, you have such a poor uh, opinion of yourself and others that I really offer no help to you. Um, if you have a worldview that says humans are nothing more than animals, intelligent animals, um, then I believe you are probably depressed. I believe you probably don't have a purpose in life. I believe, you know, a, a good number of things, and I really don't have anything to say to you. If you believe that humans are more than animals, then behaving like animals when it comes to your sexuality makes absolutely zero sense. So she's on part point there. Uh, when it comes to what she said about breaking up with somebody who uh, is not interested in marriage, I would say, well, you should have already known that before you in started dating the person, right? And here's the d distinction line that I would draw. Going on dates is not dating. So if you go out with somebody... Uh, and you're getting to know them. If, if you know, you ask for a girl's number, you take her to dinner, the classic, uh, getting to know, uh, a partner, a potential partner in a one-on-one -on -one setting. That is not dating. Dating is entering a relationship defined as committed, defined as a boyfriend and girlfriend, um, where you have kind of DTR'd the relationship. That is a relationship. Okay. Going on dates is not, um, entering a relationship and that therefore does not require breaking up. If you go out on a date with a woman and it doesn't work out, you don't have to call her and say, Hey, I don't think it's working out. We should break up. That's not how it works. If you enter a relationship with somebody, that is when we get people going through quote unquote breakups because they've entered a relationship with somebody. They've stepped into this commitment that they actually were not able to follow through on due to some issue that they either didn't foresee or they didn't, um, consider or they just basically let it happen even if they shouldn't have so those are some things that um, i would say to her comments there but i do agree with her her statement that you should absolutely break up with somebody who's not going to get married but i would say instead of breaking up with them instead of getting to the point of entering a committed relationship with them and then ending it you shouldn't have even got to the point of entering a relationship with them at all because you should know if they're working for the goal of marriage that should be something that you find out pretty early who cares about that person? Like, and if you think that you're going to date them and then change them into someone who does want to get married, they kind of sound like a loser to begin with. So get rid of that person. That or like sit them down and have a very serious conversation and ask questions like, do you ever want to get married? Okay. Well, if you do, when do you want to get married? And make sure that your dreams align with their dreams. Because if you're dating somebody and they don't have any plan on getting married, then you're wasting your time. And that's trickier for women because women are most attractive and most fertile when they're young. And men, I would say, get more attractive, you know, in their mid thirties, maybe even forties and they get richer. So they have time that you don't have. So make sure the person that you're with has the same kind of goals as you. Don't just sleep around. It doesn't help you. And don't be ashamed of actually talking about what you want. If you want to get married and you want to have kids, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And for some reason, society at the moment is telling young women that they should just sleep around and work in well into their 30s because having kids forever is easy. Uh, don't worry, like science has caught us up so you can have kids whenever you want. 
which fortunately there are ways to have kids and extend the period of time you can have kids, but some people aren't that lucky and you don't know if you're one of those people, but it's totally fine to talk to someone and say, hey, I do want to get married. I do want to have kids. That's healthy. And any sane man would be attracted to that. 100%. Like like she just said there, it's not only appropriate to talk about that. I would say it needs to be done before you enter the committed relationship. So she's talking about having children here. When do you want to get married? And when do you want to have children? Being uh, aware of when your partner is actually looking to do those things. Because uh, that's something that you don't even, you need to know that before you even become in, in, in a relationship, I would say. Um, that's not something you need to find out because those are big issues. Again, it's like going on a date with somebody and you're like, oh, uh, and then, you know, you, you hang out, you hang out with them and then you, you love it. And eventually you go out on like 16 dates and then you decide, oh yeah, let's start a relationship. So you start the relationship and then you're like, oh, by the way, do you follow Jesus? That, that would make no sense, right? You would find that out way before. Same thing with this. Uh, you should know what a person's uh, marriage timetable is. You should know if they want to get married and you should know when they want to get married. You should know if they want to have children. Those are big things, I would say. So she's absolutely on point here. Could not agree more with what she said, especially about the society uh, encouraging women to not get married at all, basically, for some uh, stupid reason that doesn't make any sense. So don't just go with the flow, which is at least when I was in university, which is party, sleep around and dampen down you know, long-term goals. And I think it's also easier when you get a bit older to differentiate between who actually is smart and has it together and who doesn't. I had a very difficult time when I was in my early 20s figuring out who was smart and who wasn't smart. I think that's my advice is for relationships, try to find somebody who aligns. And honestly, if you're in university and you can't find any guy who doesn't suck, uh, maybe go to church. That might be a way to do it. People with Christian values are, are pretty solid people. That's interesting that she would say that. Um, she's, I don't think Michaela Peterson is a believer, but I'm very, uh, kind of surprised that she threw that in there at the end. I would say that's, um, good advice. Now, in saying that's good advice, I don't know that that always works. And here's why. Churches today are, unless you go to a mega church, are very small and your options are limited. Um, and because there are a few big boxes that need to be checked by your potential spouse, that there's no guarantee that you'll find somebody within the, that church who, who checks even only the important boxes. So I would say going to a church might not work. Now, going to churches, uh, visit, my, I myself have been taking this summer, this past summer to visit as many possible churches as I can find, um, looking for connections. And again, uh, I would say that's a smart thing to do. That's why I'm doing it. If I tell you guys something that I'm doing, that's because I believe it's a good idea. And again, I'm doing that in a sense to make up for the circles that I did not develop in when I was younger. I did not develop as many circles as I should have when I was younger. And I also, the circles that I did develop ended up breaking. They ended up uh, not breaking. They they just, it, it fell out in the sense of not many of them wanted to actually get married and zero of them actually wanted to get married to me. So that's why it's really important to ver- to develop more circles than uh, you probably have right now. And I would say that going to church, like she said, is a great way to do that. Obviously, yeah, university is not the, uh, often is not the place to find a spouse today in the, in the, in the culture uh, that we have, the, the frat boy 
um, you know, societies and parties on, on college campuses. It's really not a great place to find somebody who's looking to pursue a lasting relationship. So I would say she's on point here, though, in the fact that uh, churches might be a better place to look or homeschool groups or, you know, somewhere where the, the people have a little bit more vision for their future and are in a little bit less of a state of uh, fluidity and very lack of very lacking in stability. So I would say she's she's got a good point here. Probably a controversial thing to say. Go fishing for a husband at church, but it might be a good idea. Ooh, this is fun. When should the guy get married? Before or after getting his career on track? I think it totally depends on who you meet. You don't want to meet the girl of your dreams and then think, well, I have to get my career on track. And I know there are a lot of red pill people out there that are like, just wait, wait till your mid thirties, get your career on track, make all your money, then hook up with a 23 year old. They're most fertile at 23. But if you find somebody you like, I'm not entirely sure who I was imitating there. If you find somebody you like, then just marry them because marrying somebody and getting that relationship organized in your life can excel your career, right? If you have someone there to help you, that can actually help your work life. I would say she's absolutely on point here. You can tell that Michaela is Jordan Peterson's daughter just by how wise she is. Um, absolutely on point about when when you meet them. So I would say whenever you meet that person who checks the major boxes that I've discussed on the show before, for reference, you can go back and listen to our episodes on dating. In the past, I've talked about lots of things that are absolute musts, like are they a believer? Are they pursuing the goal of marriage? Do they want children? Are they somebody that you can trust to stick around and not change their mind and say, ah, I'm not feeling any more I'm out of this? Are they somebody who is... um wants to spend time with you. There are some big boxes. Are you attracted to them? Those are some big boxes that have to be checked. So if you find somebody that checks those, I would say, what in the heck are you doing if you're passing that up? Do not ever pass that up. I don't care how old you are. If you're 18 and you're like, oh, I'm just now I'm just now kind of starting to look. There's so much more to find. If you find somebody like that, you are out of your mind to pass that up. Is what I would say. So I think she's absolutely on point there. It doesn't really, it, it, if your career's not, you know, 100% taken flight yet, I don't care. I don't care if you can, you know, independently support a family or not yet. I don't care. You need to pursue a marriage with that person and do not let them get away because that, that person right there that you just found is not something that you find every day. And I promise you that. That is not something that you find. It takes years and years to find somebody like that. And even if after you do, often it doesn't work out. And through no fault of your own, they can just leave you. So it's really important that you find somebody. And again, I would say ideally, if you check out the right boxes in the first place, one of the, those boxes should be, is this person just going to leave because they changed their mind? Um, and so you wouldn't enter a relationship with him if that was the case. So I'd say she's 100% on point here. Uh, could not agree more with what she just said. Very wise. She gave the reason as they could help your career. And I think really... Uh, the fact that they could help your career is a second rate reason to actually pursue marriage. I think that the number one, you know, a higher reason for pursuing marriage should be that you, you just simply have a given amount of time on this earth and you want to do, you want to spend it doing the most important things that God has assigned to you, right? You don't want to spend it doing second rate things. Uh, it doesn't, in a sense, your career doesn't really matter and how you, how they help you achieve that career doesn't really matter. Uh, what matters more, it matters, career matters, but what matters more is your relationship with your spouse. Um, and then like role reversing, I work with my husband, so it's a bit different, but being in a stable relationship with somebody who's who helps me 
has made me 10 times more productive and I've made him more productive. So I think if you find the right person, it can help excel your career. So I wouldn't put off marriage, uh, but I would, you know, focusing on work as a dude, I think isn't a bad idea. Focusing on work as a girl either. I mean, I like working all the time. All, all those people online really that say, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with people that put women in a category that's like, okay, you should be staying at home and having kids. And I know a lot of women who do want to stay home and have kids, which is totally fine. And if you do, that is healthy and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. But if you don't want to stay home and have kids, you also shouldn't be ashamed of that. I, I know that if I just stayed home and had kids, I would go batshit so fast. Here comes the 15%. So fast. It'd be like six months and I'd be crazy. Yep, there's the fifteen percent. Um, so here's the here's the part that I'm gonna really staunchly disagree with her on, and I knew this was gonna happen because everything she says, I'm either like one hundred percent on board with, or like totally against. And I don't know how that happens. She's a very, I guess she has some extreme opinions. Um, but she just seemed to suggest that you would go crazy. Some personalities would go crazy if they stayed at home and had children, and that's I don't think that's true. I mean, and I think it's kind of hypocritical go for her to say this because she makes her money online. Uh, she, her business is online. She is a content creator. She is an ID, idea salesman. She does not sell products to my knowledge. Michaela Peterson is somebody that who makes uh, money through video podcast creation. Okay. So uh, she, all of that you can do while staying at home and having children. And I know it's a full-time job having children uh, when they're young, but there are ways you can do it, guys. I work all the time and I could I would totally be able to do it have a child right now um assuming that all the money was there of course and th that's what that's kind of my point here there's there's kind of this idea that you're women and men and I'm not even talking gender or uh, sex specific um advice here I'm just talking about being the goal to pursue and and have children should be a universal goal okay if you're one of the believers that God designed and intended for marriage which it, by the way is like 99% of you if you're one of those 99% then having children is the natural overflow of being in a healthy marriage therefore you would have to stand in the way of nature to stop it therefore to say what she's saying that it's an option is unhealthy okay having children should be a goal that you work for children are a blessing from the Lord offspring and a reward and inheritance from him that's one of the, what Psalm 127 says um so children are just not something that are should be an option or something that you can just want or not want. It's really it's a it's a matter of purpose. You were intended to pass on your knowledge to the next generation through having children and parenthood. So, I think try and try and envision the life that you want and make that happen, right? And I wouldn't, you know, keep your dreams small. I think you can dream up whatever you want. I would be careful here using the word small. If you're describing small, Michaela, and saying that um, having children and staying home is small, I would say you are absolutely 100% in the wrong there uh, because that is where true uh, transformation and even on a world level takes place. Uh, Mother Teresa has a famous quote that says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Um, 
Henry J. M. Nowen has a quote. I think that's his name. He has a poem that says the, the at the end it comes you come to the last stanza and it says the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world, and that is profoundly true. There's this idea in culture that if you want to do big things, you need to go outside of the home to make the impact, but that is a profound lie. You impact the world even beyond your life when you raise children who shape the next generation. That is how you impact and make a big change. That is a big way to live your life, not a small one. Right. And who says you can't have that? Who like, why is it that some people become billionaires or start companies and some people have yachts? Some people achieve these things or have, you know, five kids. Some people achieve these things. So why couldn't that be you? Right. So dream up however you want your life to be and then assume that that can happen and work your way towards it. And that is where she ends her video here. I would say uh, that last part she ended with, I I also kind of disagree with because she's suggesting that anything is right in a sense. She's suggesting uh, dream up any version of your life that you want and pursue that. And I wouldn't say that's healthy because a lot of people have very unhealthy dreams and ideas of what a good life is. And again, I would say there is a fundamental principle of a good life being getting married and having children, building a family and building a legacy that will last until after you die. That is something... um, that is a good idea. That is a good way to live your life. There are many, 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 many poor ways to live your life that I can think of. For example, going to college, getting a degree, partying the entire time you're at college, graduating, having no vision for what you want to do, and your degree, basically whatever you got and whatever you spent, probably thousands and thousands of dollars for perhaps going into debt for, uh, you're not even ending up going to use that. So now you don't use that. You change your mind about that. So you go work at McDonald's. So you work at McDonald's. Uh, you, you work long hours. You um, you know, you have no vision for what tomorrow brings. You basically just want to get out of your parents' house. So you get a job that can support you getting out of your parents' house. You stay single. You don't have a partner. You're not really pursuing that. You don't have time for that because you're investing in what you call your career, but really it's just a rat race of showing up and working at nine to five. And suddenly 30 years later, you're like, oh, I'm not married. I don't have children. I'm past the age of fertility and I have no vision for my life. I've put all this time into doing what I think is actually a dream life, a good life, and in reality, it's landed me somewhere where I'm very profoundly unhappy. So I'd say that's one of the versions of an unhealthy life. And she would say, you know, if that if that version of a life was somebody's dream, if somebody was dreaming to say, oh, I just want to be completely independent, independent from family, independent from uh, a spouse, independent from children, being able to take make my money and do whatever I want with it, that's not healthy. So don't pursue that, even if it's your dream. Okay, so that's what I would say to her there. But overall, a very good video. She had some great points, especially... Uh, this video was actually geared towards women, which I didn't know it was going to be. That wasn't in the title. Uh, it was geared towards women in their 20s um, and dating. What was the advice that she had for them? And what she, I would also like to point out another nugget she had of working, uh, the importance of investing in your work. That's something that I really believe is profoundly good. Um, really pour yourself into what you're passionate about. Uh, really, really pick pick something that you uh, niche down. I'm reading a book that says niche until it hurts. And um, it's about basically finding something that you're good at, that you want to pursue as a career, and uh, making what you're saying completely unique so that nobody can go anywhere else to get it. That basically makes the only, you have no competition in the market. And if you can find your place of genius where you are able to provide something that nobody else can through your work, you are going to be successful in your work. Um, so that's just genius. I love that she said that. And again, to get to that place, you have to work so hard. So I would work really, really hard. Um, but also don't work so hard. I would never suggest that uh, you should work so hard on that, that you're actually neglecting your other priorities, which would be finding a spouse, 
um, pursuing the goal of marriage and family. Those things are unquestionably at the top. I would believe God, God wants those to be unquestionably at the top in your life. He's not going to say, I, I don't believe the will of God for any man or woman is to uh, pursue a career above a family. So I would, I would kind of clarify her on that. But other than that, I think it was a great video. There are lots of lazy people today. Well, not even lazy people who don't know how to invest in their future success in the workplace. And I would say uh, that is a good thing to do. Read books on how to become successful. Talk to people. Get mentored by people who are successful. Invest in your career. Those are awesome things because, again, that's going to be how you should support a family. And that should be the reason you're investing in those things. Yes, you like them, but you're investing in them so that you can do what matters most, which is supporting a family. So I would love this video overall, but she did have a couple of things that, again, I said at the beginning, I knew this was going to be a video where I either A, agreed with her 100% or B, disagreed with her entirely. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. I'm I'm kind of pleased with pleased that I was able to predict that and humored that I was able to predict that. So, um, But 100% recommend this video as a watch for people. And the work of Michaela P Peterson and Jordan Peterson is something that I am on board with a majority of the time. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If it's ministered to your soul and your mind in any way possible that you'd like to reach out and share, you can do so by sending me a voice message through the link in the show notes. Just click the link that says send a voice message to this podcast. Hit the record button. Say, hey, Seth, how you doing? I love your show. Thank you so much for producing this content. This is what I thought of this episode. I love to hear that thing, kind of thing from you guys because it makes me feel connected to you. Uh, drop your name, drop you know wh what your life story if you want, drop anything you want in there because it makes me feel connected to you. Social media is great for that. You can follow us at Restoring Rapport on Facebook and Instagram if you would like, but there's nothing like hearing a voice. It's because it, it makes the podcasting world two-way. I get to hear from my listeners and you get to hear from me. So thank you so much for considering that. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode and we will talk to you next time.